Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours, 531. Happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning, bud. Are we sure it's not Friday? Feels like it, doesn't it? But yesterday was such a big show and there was yeah. so much chaos happening. And you and I always, like, if, if you follow the show and you kind of keep an eye on our patterns and stuff like that, we always try and deliver like the big blow off stuff on Thursdays so then we got kind of a, a looser Friday to follow up on it yeah. but just the way timing works out we did the blender bet yesterday and today kind of feels like a Friday we came early we sure did <laughs> we sure did but, so, but we still have to come to work tomorrow yeah this is true yeah, I, yeah. by the way walked into the studio this morning I was terrified for a quick second I thought and? oh man I am Happy to announce it doesn't smell anymore. Not bad. Nice. Decent cleanup job by your boy. Good job there. Good job for Daryl having that spray handy. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Dustin and the uh, the bleach towel. Not the beach towel, the bleach yeah. towel that was uh, left in the studio playing the long game with the ultimate gift there. I, I really couldn't believe that, yeah, the... the At the, the end of the day, murder our towel, towel. That was, yeah, wrapped, uh, that our swords were wrapped in. Ended up being really your savior yesterday. You'd still be pushing that stuff around with the brown paper towel. Yeah, because it, it's it's just the worst product ever. I know they mass produce it, and it's probably pretty cheap to get a box. And we had a guy say, it's great for picking up glass. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. I forgot about that. Sweet. That's that's about it. We're not doing a lot of that. I missed pretty. I missed. I missed the can, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> by a lot. Although I, great timing, and I can't take all the credit. I'm I'm joking around, but uh, the cleaner uh, mm-hmm. did come. He was scheduled to come last night, which is a happy accident. Uh, we didn't <laughs> actually know that. And we also didn't actually pick our business of the day. OMG Cleaning Services yesterday. Everything yeah. just kind of lined up. Sometimes it does, right? So I, I'll take that. But shout out to the cleaner. I, I, I unfortunately don't know his name. But uh, him coming in here yesterday really sent it over the top. <laughs> so uh, massive uh, massive high five to him. You know, I I wanted to start the show by mentioning I had a very Carl Brown dream last night. Oh, did you? I did. Did you go to work? That's exactly what I did, yeah. Carl. <laughs> Carl always talks about how he has boring dreams. Either yeah. has a very boring dream or he has a reoccurring sinking boat dream. Yeah, that happens too. And that's I had a boring dream last night in the sense of I went to work at a movie theater that I used to work at mm-hmm. and I just put in a shift. Yep. Nothing went wrong. Nothing. You just worked for a couple hours. I swept up some popcorn. Yeah. Did some theater checks, I bet. Yeah, did theater checks. I gave, I I did concession (laughs) stuff. Like nothing else happened. No. I just just put in a shift at work. (laughs) Isn't that the worst? Yeah, I woke up this morning. I'm like, the hell was that dream? Like, what does that even mean? I just put in a shift. I've had a few of those last couple of weeks. Yeah. Is that? It's like, clocked in, clocked out, woke up at 4 a.m. When was the last time you even worked at the movie theater? How many years has it been? 12 years? 2007. Like 14 years? 2007. Years? Yeah. 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 
I just put in a shift in the movie theater. What the hell is that? Although could you, the, could you smell the popcorn? <laughs> no, no. Mm. Um, but there was one movie that I remember seeing on the screen last night as I put in oh, okay. a shift in my dream. I'll say this: it's a remake of a, it was a remake of a movie because I remember thinking to myself, "The hell they remake this for? What do we need a remake of this?" <laughs> so Carl Brown, I ask you. Said to ourselves, said that a lot of times. That's yeah, true. Trying to look at uh, 2007 was the last time you were at the theater. 2007. Last time you were there. I'm gonna say it was a remake of uh, a live action remake of Ratatouille. Ratatouille. An actual rat under his hat. <laughs> Adrian Brody in the role of the chef. Ooh, nice. Due to the nose. <laughs> uh, I should have mentioned it had, had nothing to do with the year because oh. it was a remake of Beetlejuice. What? Yeah, that's right. But get this. That's what, 30 years since Beetlejuice yeah. came out? It's probably time. The um, the only thing I remember seeing on screen, it was it was baby. It, the Beetlejuice was a baby, and it was just laying in this crib, and everyone was like, oh, God, look how ugly that baby is. And then I just checked my stuff, and I left. It was like, ah. It's like, what the hell does this mean? <laughs> All right, who plays baby Beetlejuice? <laughs> who, who plays baby juice? Baby juice? Yeah. Uh, it's got to be Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt? That's yeah. fine. Then you can have uh, Audrey, Audrey Plaza as uh, as Lydia. It's perfect. You can you can recast the entire Beetlejuice movie with Parks and Rec. <laughs> I'd watch it. I really would. Yeah, I would. Anyways, I don't know what that dream means. It was the most boring dream. I was so uninspired when I woke up this morning. Just order some popcorn and skip the dishes later. <laughs> oh, I would like that, actually. All right. Dink of the day coming up. Let's kick off the show with Kill Switch Engage. It's Holy Diver. 97.7 Hits FM. Let's go. Kill Switch Engage. It's a cover of Holy Diver 97.7 Hits FM. It's a Soper and Brown Show. Let's get going with our dink of the day. Uh, oh, Florida. St. Petersburg. Nice. Let's go to St. Petersburg. I'd love to. And you know, we've, uh, I think it was last week, we had the neighbor dispute with the poop fence. Yeah, in Michigan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we've and we've had many a story about neighbor disputes. Sometimes you don't get lucky, right? Yeah, I mean, you move where you move. You get to do a home inspection. You don't get to do a full neighborhood inspection. Yeah, it's the way. I I remember when when we were buying our house. I said to the realtor, "Would it be weird if I just went door to door and started talking to the neighbors?" To and they see? said, "Yeah." Well, they did. But afterwards, I said to my wife, "I said we're we're making a big investment here. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I if the people who bought the house next to us recently, if they had come and knocked on the door and just started asking questions questions about the neighborhood, I'd have been pumped. Been great, awesome. Do your homework. I think that's fantastic. Okay, but what if you got a bad vibe about them? Well, and I'd tell them that ghosts uh, rule the neighborhood, and they yeah, absolutely yeah. should not move in. Yeah. <laughs> but like we- I." Th- I think that we should just, be normalized. We just took our shots, man. I'd only seen photos of our home, so. <laughs> Could have been anyone. Could have been somebody living in here, for all I know. This is true, yeah. Uh, anyways, what I'm getting at is, we've got a man mm-hmm. who believes his neighbors are being too loud. So, when that happens, what should you do? Knock on the door, right? Maybe ask him, hey, could hey. you guys just... Yeah, you start there. Maybe uh, that's what you that's do. Where you, that's where you start. Or, do you grab a gun, yep. knock on the door, and when they open... Say, you are a police officer and you will shoot if they do not be quiet. <laughs> because uh, yeah. that's what this man did. Steven Seagal, uh, dealing with your neighbors 101. John Switzer is his name. John Switzer. 
Why does it sound like a college coach to me? College football. <laughs> I'm thinking of Barry Switzer. That's what yes, of. that's exactly yeah. it. Also, Cowboys coach. There you go. Um, John Switzer has his handgun. Mm. Takes out. You guys better be quiet. I'm going to start shooting. Uh, obviously. Because, because I am a cop. That's right. I am a police officer. Sure. Maybe. Whatever. Uh, the argument continues. He then handcuffs one of the per- people in the home. Guys, <laughs> he just has handcuffs. Uh, the screaming intensifies. Other neighbors see what's going on and think, this doesn't seem right, so call the police. The actual police do show up. Uh, they quickly realize he's not a cop, Carl. Aww. And he is promptly arrested. <laughs> and he is now facing uh, a few different charges, false imprisonment. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you can't just, uh, assault. you're just supposed to cuff folks. Uh, I think they're potentially hitting him with attempted murder. I don't know if that'll end up going through. Uh, but, well, uh, you can't utter, wave guns at people, Carl. Uttering threats. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it'll go to that. But still, you, you can't just pull a gun out of people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know, man. Um, St. Petersburg, maybe you can. Yeah, well. It doesn't seem that uncommon. I mean, it, it, it doesn't seem uncommon, but it doesn't mean it's the <laughs> right thing to right. do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, yeah, if you're looking to have a neighbor dispute, or if you're not looking, but if a neighbor dispute happens, this is not a way to handle it. No. A little public service announcement going forward. You get the poop fence going. That's, that's, yeah, come on, be an adult. <laughs> John Switzer, you're absolutely our dink of the day. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Frenchie agrees that we should be allowed to talk to people in the neighborhood before you buy a, uh, yeah? buy a house. You can, you can sample the neighbors? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Why not? Would would you be weirded out? Uh, I'd be weirded out if you just knocked on the door. You set a time or something. Just that in general? Just the knocking on the door? Oh, leave it to the realtor to set up. If they want to come around and set something up, go for it. Mm. Why don't you just knock it on my door? Hey, move it in here next door. Are you cool? <laughs> yeah, man, whatever. Fine. <laughs> Buy the house or don't. Get out of here. Uh, yeah, that's the diff- <laughs> it's a funny difference. In you. I would welcome it and be like, oh, it's great. Look how nice that guy is. I would appreciate them if they did not knock on my yeah. door. <laughs> I have an isolationist policy. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that uh, yeah. your house was for sale next to you. Maybe it's Yeah, there. it what? was. A knocking door. Hi, I'm just uh, wondering if you're cool. Matt, it's it's me. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Me, yeah, man. but I'm still like, I have questions. <laughs> yeah, but stop it. Get out yeah. of here. <laughs> Honestly, I have questions. Uh, a text message came in, uh, said, boys, in case you missed it, it is Joey Brick's birthday today. Is it really? Yes. The Brick's birthday. He turns uh, 27 years old today. Is that what Joey is? Joey is 27 years old wow. as of today. What a spry young man. Oh, my. Is he, isn't he? <laughs> I, I was actually, I uh, was on my way to pick up dinner last night listening to Adam and Joey. And uh, they were talking about it. And Adam found out live on air that it was Joey's birthday um, uh, today. <laughs> Said that he was going to make him a cake and then Zoom him eating it for him. It's not uh, bad. So I hope they do that on the show, frankly. You know how enthusiastic Bricks and Adam are about Zoom calls. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we've got our Zoom call today. You think Joey yeah, shows we'll up on to, his birthday? Uh, maybe we'll all uh, sing or something. That would be horrendous. That that sounds awful. That sounds worse than knocking on your neighbor's door. It's way worse. Go buy a Duskwalker t-shirt today for uh, for Joey's birthday. Yeah, that's a great call. 
It's also their last week of the uh, Motel Camry World Tour, which I know has been uh, kind of relegated to online. But uh, big money in the mix, uh, $100 daily prizes, yeah. and they're giving away $1,000 on Friday with uh, with Bricks and with Adam. So check that out. Check out the Motel Camry. Their code word goes live daily at 3 p.m. You can text it in to 977-977. And uh, wish the Brickster a happy birthday as well. And at 3 o'clock, everybody should text their show, Joey, happy 69th birthday. Nice. Doesn't that seem like the proper way to go? <laughs> what do you What do you think Joey does during an isolation birthday? Uh, I don't know. He's man. a big hiker. Practice. Yeah, I, maybe I, go. Yeah, go for a birthday hike. I bet you, yeah. I bet you the birthday hike with his girlfriend. Maybe is yeah. probably the way to go. I didn't realize he was such a big hiker. Like when I had first met him. Yeah. I remember when I first met Joey when, when we got the job, and he. He is such an interesting man in person. He's so big. He's so loud, but he's so lovable. Like he's, but also, like, yeah, like very, like very polite, very humble. Yeah, yeah, and very Italian. Yes, extraordinarily. Like, yeah, you're just like, oh yeah, like he is the <laughs> resident Italian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like you again, he because he's a he's a very big man in the sense of like he's an intimidating force. But, Until you talk to him. Well, that, but that's what I mean, right? When you see him, but then <laughs> yeah. you tell, you're like, oh, what a sweetheart. It's yeah. like incredible. He's a, he's a cupcake. Sorry to burst the bubble. No, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I, after the conversation, I said to my wife, I said, that's a guy who probably, you know, when somebody calls him and says, you're going to have to pay for your CIR, CRA account with 17 iTunes gift cards. <laughs> okay. Send him to us immediately. Go, okay, well, where do All I right. send the gift cards? I don't want to get in trouble now. I want to leave you hanging. <laughs> that's, that's Joey in the nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> He's a swear. So happy 27th birthday to Joey Bricks. And everybody make sure you text him during their show. And yeah, Dust Walker t-shirts for everybody. The Silver and Brown Show. 606, Thursday morning. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Apparently, uh, Joey likes to practice his vocals in the forest. That's why he Is does that what he does out there? Apparently, Screaming in the Forest. <laughs> Which, by the way, should be the name of Dust Walker's uh, next album. <laughs> Screaming in the Woods? Hell Yeah. <laughs> We've got a, a few listeners, uh, Wolf and a couple others, that uh, that share the birthday with them. So Ooh. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Another, another guy said that they also turned 27 today. Yeah, Although pretty cool. Joey turning 27, he's in a band. Should he be scared this year? Oh, the 27 club? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Should he be freaked out this year? Oh, I don't think so. All right. All right. Brick, all right. Bricks walks a good path there, all man. Right. All right. You see the news about the Jays uh, moving not back home, but closer to home? No, what's up? As of June Are they coming 1st, to Toronto? No, not quite. They're, oh. But they are going to make their way back to Buffalo. Okay, all right, all right. All yeah, right, right. playing the first part of the season in uh, in Dunedin, in Florida. Yeah, I and, saw that. Uh, the Jays, as of June 1st, will make the return uh, to their home away from home okay. in Buffalo. They wanted to get out of Florida before the humidity hits. So <laughs> yeah, totally fair. Make it to Buffalo for June 1st and start playing home games uh, out of the uh, stadium there, where I guess they played there during the bubble in uh, late last summer and into the fall. Yeah. So back to Buffalo until at least the All-Star break, and then they'll review where things sit uh, in Canada at that point. But back to Buffalo as of June 1st for the Blue Jays. Well, actually, you know what? This is a beautiful, happy accident because I was putting together something yesterday, and this could be the perfect time to throw it out there. Go for it. What do you got? It is the list of the most ridiculous baseball injuries of all time. What brought this up for you? Well, there was, a, uh, I believe is a pitcher who just recently oh, broke I saw this. his finger. 
Mm-hmm. He missed a start. He broke a finger, and he said it was from playing video games. That's right. Yes. Now, do you break the finger playing as like one of those things where you like? Did you punch the controller? <laughs> did you pull did a, you, a Carl Brown you, snap show move? Did you like? Did somebody beat you in FIFA in the cheapest way possible in extra time, and you put the controller down on the table and couldn't resist, and you just like smashed it, and now you got a broken finger? Has that happened to you? No, uh, <laughs> I've played. <laughs> A lot of video games. I've never managed to break a finger over the course of anything with the uh, controller in my hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's got to be some extenuating circumstances I, there. I remember, so Carl has broken a fan. I did, yeah. Uh, a coffee table. <laughs> and how yes. many shirts do you reckon you have ripped? Halt yeah. over the years? Yeah. Mm. Over, under? More than five, less than ten. <laughs> Do you just have a pack of Hanes sitting there? So you go, all right, I'm about to play some NHL. Put on the Hanes t-shirt. You got a couple cheap ones. <laughs> Isn't that way if it some, goes real wrong? Some old Navy V-necks have been around too long. <laughs> some old Navy V-necks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a list here. Let me uh, let me put together the let me, let me grab the best 10 that I like. And then I'm going to get you to judge for me, Carl Brown. All right. To find the most ridiculous baseball injury. Or maybe it's an old man injury, much like you, Carl, that we had from last week's show. <laughs> they get off the couch to feed the dog too quickly. Maybe you made the list. You a baseball player? I could make Let's the talk list. after Billy Talon on Hits FM. It's live, 977. Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. All right, 619. Let's, let's go over a list here. So I put this yeah. together. As you were just talking about, the Jays are going to be coming back to Buffalo. Yeah, so they're June just they're, they're inching their way back <laughs> closer by the day. Maybe it someday we'll be able to see some <laughs> some live Jays action. They're a good young, exciting team. But uh, as you talk about that, we mentioned last week, a MLB player had to go on the shelf because he hurt his finger while playing video games. Yeah, it's a pitcher for the Oakland Athletics, Jesus Lazardo. He uh, fractured his Ooh. pinky while playing a video game. And you believe mm-hmm. it was a rage situation? <laughs> I think it was a rage quit. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. I think it was like a Call of Duty rage quit. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's my pick. Yeah, fair. What do you think he was playing? PlayStation, Xbox? PlayStation, I think, is usually the athlete yeah. choice, isn't it? Could be. I wonder if it was a PS5. Does yeah. he have his hands on one? <laughs> was he able to get one? <laughs> one of the six available. Well, it's it's a long... It's, it's an injury... On a long list of weird, dumb injuries that oh seems to God, follow baseball, right? So many good ones. I mean, Trevor Bauer hurting his hand by playing with a drone in the playoffs. Like, there's so baseball has a litany of some of the dumbest injuries. I'm kind of curious what made the cut. Well, I've got a, I've got a list here. I, I, I gathered what I found to be the ten most ridiculous, okay. and I'm going to throw them your way. You, I want you to choose in the end the most ridiculous baseball right. injury from this list. Let's start with. Um, Sammy Sosa landing on the DL with a back injury after a violent sneeze. <laughs> he ended up missing 21 games. 21 games? After his violent sneeze. Man, I remember that story. I didn't remember he was on the DL that long. 21 um, games. San Diego Padres rookie pitcher, uh, Matt, I think it's Latos, maybe. Uh, he also did the same. Kevin Mitchell on one occasion. He came in contact with a bad bout of food poisoning. Mm-hmm. He strained his ribs from continuous vomiting. He missed 10 games. 10 games. Chris Coughlin, while attempting to chase down a player that had just hit a walk-off home run, he was going to pie him in the face. <laughs> while attempting to chase him down, slipped, 
tore his meniscus, missed the entire season. <laughs> Did he seriously have a pie? He had a pie. <laughs> and he tore his meniscus. <laughs> Vince Coleman. Uh, well, the St. Louis Cardinals were looking to secure a playoff race. There was mm-hmm. a uh, rain delay in the game. They were doing stretches on the um, on the field. Okay. Getting ready for, uh, you know, and just trying to stay loose. Yeah. The, uh, uh, what do you call it, the tarp that they roll out over the field. Yep. Well, I guess he was too close to it. The tarp rolled up on his leg. <laughs> he ended up tearing something as like forced to miss the entire playoffs, and that year his team did go to the World Series. And he missed the whole thing. And he so missed he got the rolled whole on thing by a tarp. Rolled up on. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. O D D I B E. Uh, o to B. O to B McDowell. Yep. He was buttering a roll before a game. Sliced his hand. <laughs> missed fourteen you, games. You buttering it with? <laughs> Just a very aggressively. Knife? A steak knife or something? Very aggressively. He missed 14 games after slicing open his hand. I guess they're worried about getting it infected with the dirt and everything. I guess so. And also, if if it was deep enough that he required stitches, how can you throw? Ricky Henderson fell asleep while icing his foot. Ended up developing frostbite. (laughs) Yes, he did. Developing frostbite, (laughs) and he missed four games because of it. (laughs) I remember that. Could That's you, incredible. Do you think you could fall asleep with a nice no, pack on? I, I can barely fall asleep in all standards yeah, of Yeah, good point. That's a good Let point. Let alone with an ice bag on me. Come on. Point. Okay, a few more. Uh, yeah, what else you got? Manager Bud Black mm-hmm. was running out to first base to um, contain his fiery player, uh, Michael Bradley. Okay. He was running out to grab his player who was yelling at the ump. As he was grabbing Bradley, he slipped... Bradley's knee buckled under him, tore his ACL. He tore Bradley's ACL? He tore Bradley's ACL. <laughs> Bradley was forced to uh, miss the remainder of the season. That's pretty good. The coach tore his ACL. Uh, Joel, uh, I think it's Zumea, mm-hmm. developed inflammation in his hand and wrist. He missed three playoff games. Let me ask you, how did he develop inflammation in his hand and wrist? <sighs> I'm going to say he fell asleep on it. Fell asleep on it? On the hand. He was playing Guitar Hero. Oh. <laughs> Missed four games, injuring his Man. wrist, playing Guitar good. Hero. Two more. Marty Cordova fell asleep in a tanning bed, severely burned himself. Jesus. By doctor's orders, Cordova was not allowed to play in four games. <laughs> and the, uh, the last the one last here, one. Yeah. John Smoltz. Allegedly, he said that this did not happen. Allegedly. Allegedly burned himself while attempting to iron a shirt while wearing it. While wearing it, yes. While wearing it. (laughs) He ended up missing a few games. He claims this did not happen. Other teammates say that it did. (laughs) I've heard that rumor. Yes. Uh, He still, to this day, claims that he did not. He denied that I did not try to iron myself with the shirt on, but, well. I mean, it wouldn't be unlike a baseball player to hold on to that denial late into retirement, would it? Yeah. So, Carl Ooh, Brown, I have that, that list. Bunch. The lamest baseball injury. Give me the torn meniscus while attempting to throw a pie at a teammate. Oh! Followed closely by buttering a roll and missing 14 <laughs> games. 
I will say, all of these may pale in comparison to my favorite NHL injury ever. Oh. Def- defenseman Brett Sopel of the Vancouver Canucks, also played for the Chicago Blackhawks. Great last name. Put his back out, attempting to pick up a cracker that his daughter dropped. He missed Ooh. the first game of the 2007 NHL playoffs. Only one game, though. Only one From, game. Put his back out, picking up a cracker. Real dad move. Real dad. I like it. Shout out to Brent Sopel. <laughs> Great last name. I was always called Sopel in hockey. Terrible haircut. Yeah. It's because of the worst haircuts of all time. <laughs> Not yours. Is. Well, yours isn't looking that great either. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. 97.7. Hits FM. 905-682. Or 688. Pardon me. 9797. 682 is the machine. 688-9797. Uh, line 29. I got Matt. Matt, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Nothing. I cannot believe that these two stories were not on that list. Okay, which ones? So it was David Price. He developed carpal tunnel syndrome from playing Fortnite. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, and then I think he missed. I can't remember how many games he missed, but I think it was right before the playoffs. Okay. And, like, he, he, and then he went back. He had to go back to the bullpen because of that. Yeah. And then it was Kendry's Morales. He hit a walk-off homer when he was with the Angels. And when he was rounding third, like, you know how most guys jump in yeah. their home plate? Yeah, yeah. Towards eight, towards. Oh, you kind of used to there? Are we losing there? I think we lost him. But, yeah, the yeah, yeah, he, this is the guy who blew out his knee, right? Morales, yeah, he blew out his knee or he dislocated his ankle or something like that. They're the thing where everybody's around the base right, and he yeah. kind of goes to, like, jump on it, almost like slam dunk Oh, it's the dream, nothing. right? It is the yeah. dream. And tears and tears that for oh. sure. Yeah, I'm looking at the David Price thing. I hadn't heard the David Price story. And said, uh, there's a story here from the Chicago Tribune. Is Fortnite to blame for David Price's <laughs> carpal tunnel syndrome? It can get intense, man. <laughs> it can get intense. I get it. Somebody uh, texted and said, where does, uh, in the hockey thing, where does Joe Sackick trying to clean out his snowblower land? <laughs> oh, I don't remember that one. Sackick was already out. We had a herniated disc in his back. This is his last season in the league. I think it was 07, 08. Oh. And he's home in Denver rehabbing his back and his snowblower decides to act up on him. And Joe, against the advice of everyone in history, decides to put his hand in there and figure out what's going on. Oh, broke, what? He broke three fingers. He uh, he shredded a tendon. He ended up missing another like four months of time. It was his yeah. last season in the league, and it was uh, it was not a memorable one. Well, he's lucky that he didn't lose a hand. No. You don't put your hand in a wood chipper, a snowblower. What do you, isn't that just things you don't do 101? Like veteran player Joe Sackick with a non-veteran move there. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good point. He's <laughs> one of the smartest people on the ice off it, though. He you lived in Denver for 12 years at that point. Yeah. What are you doing? What Ooh. are you doing doing your own snow removal, Ooh. Joe? You're out with a back injury. <laughs> good point. Some kid to do that. <laughs> Some neighborhood kid should have stepped yeah. up to the plate. Yeah. I remember um, when I would have volunteered to, to clean the snow off Joe Sackick's driveway. I remember when the Minnesota Vikings were going on their run, the Case Keenum, you know, Minis- Minneapolis oh, miracle yeah, yeah. throw. Yeah. I remember he was telling the story of the neighbors uh, in his neighborhood were like constantly shoveling his driveway to that sure, season. Yeah. You just relax, Case. Yeah. Hey, hey, you sit back. <laughs> You're trying to do something here. We got this. Yeah. Don't you worry about it. Uh, all right. We're going to get to open bike, uh, open bike in a few minutes. If you do want to get some questions in, something for Carlos. He is an old man who has old man injuries. So it's true. You want to hear some more of those? Uh, something for myself, something for its nation. Get all the questions in 977 977, and we'll get to open mic in about six minutes. Oh. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I'm doing a party line. <laughs> 
977-977. Text the show. You can call us too. 905-688-9797. Message from Terry in Newcastle. He said, I got my first vaccine last night, boys. I'm 34. Uh, Congrats, Terry. Yeah, well done, Terry. Uh, said, uh, got it because my wife is super pregnant. Super pregnant. What? <laughs> Don't know what that means, I guess. Is that the, that's like the, the fourth trimester. Yeah. <laughs> you go, you go super. into super pregnant. Although I, I I don't think you can say that to your wife. I don't know if that no? would go over well. Oh, sorry, Terry. <laughs> he, no, he said it. He said it. So We repeated it. Uh, he said, one step closer to reality. My spyware has been inserted. Uh, have a stellar day, boys. Good for you, Terry. Yeah, that's, is this like, um, remember yesterday the story from Shelby, the person who had nine babies, but oh. thought they were only having seven? <laughs> is that what super pregnant means? Uh, I, I think that was on a different level. Yeah. That was a whole new physical plane of pregnancy that I'm not sure we've encountered yet. I was thinking about that we a ton it was yesterday. Seven, but there were two more hiding there. I was thinking about that a ton yesterday. Uh-huh. You, like... It, Seven would be brutal. And trying to get through the mindset of, man, I'm going to have to care for seven kids is intense. Two is crazy. Yeah. Two, like people who have twins. I've I've spoken with, there's twins in my family. Uh, You and I have a a mutual friend who just had twins a year ago. And I mean, just like two is insane. Seven, nine. What are we talking about here? Well, imagine having so many babies that that's a, you... That's a litter. That you are... Je- <laughs> it's incredible. Imagine having so many babies that you're jealous of somebody who has triplets. Yeah. Right? Just imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> you're sitting there going, man, I wish I only had three. It's like the old Jim Gaffigan bit. He talks about having his fifth kid. And he's like, people ask me what it's like to have five kids. And he said, just imagine you're drowning already, and then someone throws you a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You think you're going to have seven. Turns out to be nine. Anyways, that stuck with me once, a lot yeah. yesterday. So it, point of the matter is, congrats, Terry. I look forward to being spyware inserted. Yeah. Bro best, to, best to you and the wife as you, yeah. as you get closer. And, yeah. and that as well, yeah. Um, if the zombie apocalypse were to happen tomorrow, what is your weapon of choice? For me, I'm going bat with nails. That's, that's yeah. what the texter said, sorry. I like um, I like something with some distance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. Zombies usually don't carry weapons. They get close to you, drag you down, then eat your brains, right? Yeah, yeah. So you want something that can keep them at distance. Uh, one of the swords would be decent. I mean, the obvious is like, you know, I want a shotgun or I want like an But the ammo 15, runs out. Ammo runs out. Ammo will run out eventually. So anything I can keep them at distance with, a good uh, a good sword is, uh, is uh, a pretty good answer. Yeah. My initial thought was flamethrower. Yeah. But. Sure. Oh, but again, fuel will eventually. Yeah. Eventually run out. It's a good starting weapon. Slingshot? Is a slingshot fast enough? No, you're not, you're not accurate enough. Yeah. There's no way. What about honestly? His his like long board with nails in it is not a bad answer. But you hit one, are you getting it out? I hope so. Uh, what about I hope you? It's like soft zombie skull. You know, field lacrosse. Mm-hmm. The defensemen have really long sticks. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, it's not really bad. Really long lacrosse stick. Yeah, I'm, I'm really just looking to do enough damage that I can get yeah, away. I'm not <laughs> not looking to stack up yeah. zombies here. Right? <laughs> yeah, no. Survival, survival's the key. Body count's not the it's key. It's a hit and run situation. Mm-hmm. You're not sticking around. No. Um, my nine-year-old girl has requested a period party for when she becomes an official lady. Have you guys heard of the period party? I have not. No, I have, I have also not. I mean, I have, an, I have a nine-year-old. 
So this is something that is, you know, it's coming down the line. It yeah. will happen sooner rather than later. Sometime. Right? So, yeah. you know, in the next couple of years or whatever. And it's interesting. Although I don't have any experience dealing with it yet, I can already tell you that my advice is whatever is going to make them the most comfortable during yeah. that trying time, well, it's, do it. It's a, it's a transition, right? And I'm sure, I'm not sure, but I, I would assume that it can be a scary thing yeah. to, to, to start that process. Yeah, so for that, for the, for the, the girl, kid, absolutely. If the kid itself, herself is, is requesting it, then yeah, make it as comfortable as possible. Yes. Make it, make it a welcoming and positive experience. That's just it. If you possibly can. It's, it's a normal life thing. It doesn't have to be scary. So make right. it as normal as possible. But yeah, there's also a lot of hormones going there. So the, yeah. for the, the girl involved could be very, as you said, scared and whatnot. Just make really, them as comfortable. That's really, it. it's a Burt Kreischer uh, stand-up bit. Oh, really? He did a stand-up bit on it. Oh, well, good. Hey, mm. make the person as comfortable as they want to. They're going through some some stuff, man. Last one. What animal would win a surprising amount of fights in an animal battle royale? Oh. So let let me say this. Let's let's pretend it's like a UFC. So okay. there's weight classes, right? You're not having uh-huh. a squirrel versus a gorilla or anything. We've got like that. we've got two of everything on the boat here. Yeah, We're having yeah, a, yeah. A, a Noah's Ark Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, and what's good? So when you see like what animal's going to win a surprising amount? So not like you know you expect the silverback to win a bunch. Of course, you expect yeah. The, you expect the lion to do some damage. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Rats are rats are going to be okay, aren't they? Yeah. Or do they not have the arms for it? The teeth de- they have depends on the numbers, man. How many are there? Mm, well, I think tough. we're talking one-on-one fights. One-on-one? What animal? I'm trying to think here. Hmm. Would, would a bird this... do okay? But no, you take a bird's wing and it's not great. Would the sloth do better than you expect with no. the long claws? No way. No? They They're not swinging dumps? fast enough. Hmm. Right? They're not swinging fast enough. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Some kind of lizard, I bet you, does well. Yeah, like a monitor lizard or something like that. Something that's quick on the feet. Is it going to be something that has arms and legs to be able to utilize? Low center of gravity. Uh, Komodo dragon? No, we know they're going to do well. The hippo? The hippo? Tough to, get, tough to get over the top rope. Incredible bite strength, but no punching distance. Oh. You're right. How do you eliminate tank, the hippo? Though. How do you it's eliminate a, the yeah, hippo? Yeah, it's a tank, right? But uh, it's it's really fighting better in water than on land, isn't it? It is better, yeah. But it's still, somebody's got you got to team up to get it over the top rope. But I assume we're still in the ring here. I'm gonna need some time to think about this. Yeah, that's a big one. All right. Well, you can text nine seven seven nine seven. And they are. Shelby's Gangling, coming up. We can ask her. Oh, honey there. Badgers. Sorry, hold on. I cut you off. What do you got? Uh, we're getting honey badgers, kangaroos, wolverines. Oh, kangaroos, you know, are gonna do well. Mm-hmm. All right, keep Natural the text boxers. coming. The Soper and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven Hits FM. Somebody pointed out I forgot to ask Shelby about the um, you know, the, the animal, animal fight situation. Uh, yeah. Now the question again was. Yeah, I think we need to be clear about this how it was stated. Yeah. It was about an unexpected animal, right? Like, what animal would do better than you expect yes. in a in a multi animal battle royale scenario? Exactly. Because tons of people I know, like Wolf sent in. He's like. He's like, wouldn't a bear do great? I'm like, yeah, a bear would do great, but I expect the bear mm-hmm. to do great. I'm trying to think of animals that are under the radar that would do better in Here, this scenario than I think they would. Yeah, the, the wording again. What animal would win a surprising amount of fights in an animal battle royale? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the bear, the gorilla. Like, yeah. Yeah, we see these, this coming. Mm-hmm. We're yeah, looking so- to bet on the underdogs here. 
and somebody put in like a kangaroo. I think a kangaroo is okay. Yeah, it, I think I, it's not bad because I don't think of it right away when I think of like apex predators oh, that are going to do, do well in this I scenario, do. right? I do. I was. It's funny enough. I, I was laying in bed, just you know, scrolling through Facebook, and one of those like <laughs> kangaroo fights things was just laying like, in bed, worrying about kangaroo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like one of those kangaroo fight videos is showing yeah. up my Facebook and. It is ferocious, man. Yeah, man. They're insane. They're so huge. They get back on that tail and just kick you into oblivion. They would do well. They would. So that's I, I wouldn't add them to the list. A uh, lot of people are are sending in honey badger. Yeah. I think after that YouTube video, it showed. <laughs> I wouldn't have known before that. The badger's right? got a reputation now. Yeah. So yeah. would that count? Somebody said wolverines, pound for pound, scariest animal. Well, yeah, but again, I expect the Wolverine to do well. Yeah. We're looking for the under the radar guys. I've seen a lot of squirrel boats. You. I've seen yeah. a lot of squirrel boats come in. What do you think? I mean, tough to eliminate, right? But mm. it's only, it only takes one, one predator to you know grab it, tear it apart. This person here says a mongoose, boys. I like the somebody said ostrich. I like that ostrich gets up a lot of speed. You see the uh, you see the talons on those things. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, they're insane. There's an opportunity. I've also there. seen their penis. Yes, you have. It's you very, reviewed it on air, live. Very large. It is big. Um, yeah. Snake. Uh, yeah, sure. ca- uh, Canadian goose. Yeah. A goosesis. The one guy uh, made the real great point. He said, what would it cost to see Jake Paul get in a ring for three rounds of the kangaroo? I'd pay the hell out of that. It's not bad. Can you put a lid on that cage? What's a Martin? <laughs> I don't know. A Somebody few people have texted that. A Martin? A Martin? Is that just a, a guy? Let's have a look here. Yeah, Google that. I, I have an answer that I saw come in by way of text that I completely agree with and would be my choice for the Battle Royale surprise winner. But I want to know what a Martin is first. I'm looking at it. It's uh, I don't even know how to describe this thing. It is an animal. Somebody said it's vicious when cornered. It's <laughs> a weasel-type right? animal. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it looks almost like uh, in the weasel family or almost in the wolverine family. Yeah. Yeah, you might... I mean, you might be right. I didn't know it before now, and I'm looking at it. It looks tougher than I thought anything called a Martin would be. So, yeah. Pound for pound praying mantis. They kill after sex, yeah. Apparently, the Martin is popular in northern Ontario. Uh, By the way, my answer, my -hmm. choice. I saw this come in by text, and I think I have to agree with it. The house cat. (laughs) Uh, You ever seen a cat fight? Yeah, they're pretty vicious. They're insane. Yeah. You want to fight a cat? They're worth their weight. I think a house cat is a great call. That's exactly what I'm looking for. If house cats were how much bigger, would we stop having them in our homes? Like how much? Yeah, it's a great point. Ten percent? They're ten percent bigger. Twenty? Yeah. Okay. What if you? What about feral? You know, alley cats might be even worse. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to tame the ones around my place that are pretty feral, but they're not. Uh, <laughs> they're still not listening to me. <laughs> Raccoon? Would you? Raccoons coming in now? What about the lowly skunk? Oh, just like a chemical warfare. It makes some space for itself, right? Hmm? All right, you can to keep, be debated. You can keep keep the text coming nine seven seven nine seven seven. Maybe we'll get some machine messages about these. Tomorrow. Oh, that sounds likely. I could I could see it happen. Yep. <laughs> uh, we do got today's machine just around the corner. A couple of uh, a couple of old characters making a comeback, and weirdness in between. And we'll do it in six minutes. Nine zero five six eight two nine seven nine seven. You give that machine a call anytime. All right, and 
was going over the messages this morning, and I thought, well, I think this is the only way to start, Carl. Hey, guys. I feel like getting butt naked and twirling like Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music. Do you guys feel the same way? Yeah, find me the meadow, man. Let's go. <laughs> find me the meadow. Are you saying the hills are alive? Oh, they wouldn't be after I'm done. <laughs> the hills have been vacated due to the twirling nude fat man. <laughs> Was that one cut from uh, Sound of Music? That's it didn't so. make it. It did not make it. It's unfortunate, too. But it made the film a real classic. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a classic. That would have helped. <laughs> oh, all right. Yesterday, obviously, the show was all centered around Blenderbat 2.0. Uh, you can see the video in its gross entirety uh, at the Facebook page. We're going to recap some of that uh, in about 10 minutes or so, but this guy wanted to give a quick call about it. Uh, Matt, I just watched your Facebook live or uh, <laughs> on uh, your thing with the... Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that was so gross. You <laughs> poor guy. Uh, honestly, with the sardines, the last time I had sardines, you got to gut them before you eat them. I, and I, you just dumped them in the blender. I don't know what ones you got, but man, it almost made me want to puke. <laughs> I assume they were gutted already. Yeah, I, I, I asked right. you that live yesterday. I, was like, I, I assumed. Am I supposed to do something with these? I didn't look, man. Literally, you and I got to the Superstore on 4th Ave and we're like, well, let's go down this aisle. I saw sardines, grabbed one. I saw the uh, the Sour cabbage, crow, the, yeah. the sauerkraut, grabbed it, got the ice cream, and we bailed. Like yeah. I didn't look to see if there were other sardine choices. I just grabbed the first one I saw. If there are bones in me, there are bones in me. I don't think anything stayed in you after no, that no. was done. No, no. It went down, and it came yeah. up just as fast. Instant so. rejection. Ooh, so we'll talk more about that in, the, in about 10 minutes or so. Guy uh, wanted to get a quick question in. Welcome, my son. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the machine. Yo, why do you guys play that Pink Floyd song, though? Seriously, though. What, because it's seven minutes long? You can cut out the whole first minute of that song and play when the acoustics cues in. Goddamn shadow government f***ing <laughs> up. You guys are doing a great job. Keep up the good work. I agree with everything that man said, frankly. You know, if Shadow Gov had any more influence, there would be more Pink Floyd on this station, I he, think, actually. I think he's, he should be. He's a Floyd guy. He is a massive Floyd guy. Big he should time. be putting it in there. As am I. Come on, Shadow Gov. I would listen to that. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Get it in. I don't even know what's in the system. Get it in there, all right? Um, oh, okay. This um, this is a message that came in a whole bunch, actually. You have to clip Adam and Joey at 610 or 608 to 610 on Wednesday. Uh, got that message, got that email, got an Instagram message about it, a Facebook message about it. Adam and Joey have been on a tear the last couple of weeks. They're going to be featured heavily this week. We've had <laughs> like something special. from them on the machine, at least some clip from them just about every day this week. I'm pretty sure it is, and multiple clips usually, and today is no exception. Here was the first one that I found. Moist doesn't usually bother me. All right, Moist doesn't bother Adam. Let's talk about David Usher. <laughs> but this was the one that got people going. Oh, now we're getting into dripping territory. Oh, God, the drippage on that. <laughs> were, they, were they watching your video? <laughs> were they watching your video? No. Because there's one part where you look face up to the camera, uh. and drippage material is certainly what I would express what was coming off your beard. So they weren't, but this is another great time to whip out the... What were Adam and Joey talking about? It was not about me, I can tell you that. It was not about you? It was not about me. 
what else has been wet and gross in the news in the last 24 hours? Hmm. Hmm. Drippage territory. It wouldn't have been the Blood and Guts match in AEW last night, because that would have been before. Yeah. Hmm. I know they were talking about. Got sea anything? Lion. I'm going sea lions. Sea lions? Yep. They were talking about a wet, moist cigarette being found in a taco. Mm. Somehow worse, right? Happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's time. Guess who returned? Well, you called for a return of Blobbert yesterday. Hey there, fellas. Yeah. It's your boy, Blobby. I received your fat signal yesterday, and I got to say, it really warms my heart. I haven't felt the love like this since my acting days, back when I played Tim Allen's motorcycle in the Wild Hogs director's cut. <laughs> the best four months of my life. Neither of us broke character. He rode me to and from the set every day. He said it was so he could utilize the handicapped parking, but I knew the truth. Well, I think it's tool time for me to go wild on my hog. Later, fellas. That was Blobbert's best yet. <laughs> it's the best one. I stunted in. Tim Allen's motorcycle and wild hogs. And it didn't break character for four months. <laughs> Blobbert, that was creative. It was way out there. And we got to use a sound effect. And I pictured you as a human motorcycle. It's incredible. Do you want to Hold hear on. the better part? It's better? He put in that sound effect. You didn't add that? That was you? him in the call. Incredible. Amazing, right? What effort. <laughs> oh, man. What effort. Oh, all right. Well, hey, another returning character that we haven't heard from in a few weeks. Uh, big homie Bob here. Uh, just a quick update. The the hot tub is nice, but um, but now I see my dad in a speedo a lot more often than I used to. Um, he's a he's a hairy dude. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite the big lonely soak he was hoping for. If anybody wants to go have a big lonely soak with uh, Bob, let us know. And we'll the parents. Yeah, and the parents. We'll get you in contact. Okay, let's finish with this. They asked me, is Carl Brown sexy? But you know what? I was not disappointed. Shaved, good looking, <laughs> and built like a Mack truck. Yeah, that's right. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> you heard the man. Get 905. Your, get your Mother's Day messages in. 682-9797. You call the machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, at the Facebook page, if you missed it yesterday, Blenderbet 2.0, the video's up there, although I'm sure you've seen it by now. At least a portion of it. Oh, as much as you could watch. That was somehow worse than I even imagined it to be, Carl. I uh, I skimmed back through it after the show yesterday. So, was, you know, we, the show was, was so busy. We didn't have a break off yesterday. So we were running through it. We get through. You're cleaning up. We've got audio. We've got meetings and all that stuff. And I, I watched it later. And it's funny. You can see my my reaction is never, like, for your discomfort. Yeah. But every time... 
you spilled or threw up or or missed, and I knew that the studio was getting messed up, you can see me flinch. And just, oh God! Like I know. For, even for when you're pouring the sauerkraut into the mixture, I'm like, oh, there's sauerkraut on the counter. Matt, there's sauerkraut on yeah. the counter. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. <laughs> well, we discussed afterwards, you know, just talking about the execution yeah. and everything like that. It was like, man, I'm going to have to lay down a tarp next time because yeah. it, I, I, we have to do this on air. It can't just be Facebook Live. No, no. We need the on-air po- uh, portion so of it. It has um, to be in here, but what do you do? I thought I had... Some- Somebody Sorry. said uh, yesterday in the text box, you guys got to do this outside. Yeah. And I, I kind of agree with them. But unless we have somebody in studio that could patch you on and yeah. me on, and then we also could do the Facebook thing, it adds a layer of complication, that's for sure. So I, I, maybe it's tarps, multiple tarps, because the cleanup <laughs> was so br- – it wasn't yeah. bad enough that like I had to drink it puked everywhere and then clean it off myself i then had to clean up after yourself oh it's just the worst part of it was the brown paper towel and just spreading it everywhere luckily you found some wet wipes and uh, our old bleach towel that was left to us by uh, our buddy dustin who dropped off the swords a couple weeks ago actually ended up being the best gift of all it was still in studio but it's cleaned up doesn't smell you said it doesn't smell that bad in there today the cleaners were through last night and it, you've, we you've got lucky the smell there yeah. uh, somebody I think they come twice a week maybe once yeah. a week uh, to kind of give the building a, a clean over and it looks like last night was that time what timing oh it, it sometimes you get lucky right no kidding. Sometimes you get lucky. I've had a lot of questions float in after the the video from yesterday, and there were some live ones coming in that we didn't get to because obviously preoccupied. Yeah. Uh, there was a bunch of people asking about the ketchup. Said, you know, Matt, you don't like ketchup. Uh, can you taste that? And no. no, I that was the one good takeaway. Yeah. Is which ketchup being one of the worst things I hate. It was hidden. It was hidden yeah. in the whole There's thing. There's no way. There's no way you're going to taste it along with the the fish and the sauerkraut. Those were going to dominate. Multiple people asking if I did take out the bones and the sardines. I still don't know if there was bones. I'm unaware. You just dumped the whole thing in. It, I just felt it was best. You dumped the whole thing in and just pulsed it. I just so. felt it was best. Yeah. And we're still unaware what that red liquid was in there. I don't know, man. I don't know what the... Is it blood? <laughs> Again, we, no, it wasn't blood for sure. It was some kind of a, like a marinade or stewing juice or something like that. Because we didn't... Again, we didn't look. We just... Oh, there's sardines. Grab them. We didn't look to see if there were others in less gross fluid. That's not what I expected either. Uh, I think when I think of sardines, my brain pictures anchovies. And then we just grabbed that thing and that's what you had. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Landon said that uh, we were supposed to tip it upside down like a blizzard to show that uh, it was thick enough. <laughs> oh, it wasn't thick enough for that. <laughs> no, it, it really wasn't. <laughs> you know, initially when you were pouring it in the soaper and brown cup, I was like, oh, I almost wish you poured it in a clear mug so that people could see the mixture. But yeah. then you took care of that on your own. So that didn't matter at all. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it was one of those things, and I, again, I've said this many times. I was just trying to drink it as quickly as I could because I knew it was coming up. I have such a weak stomach. Yep. I, I knew it was coming up, so I was like, I just have to get as much down. That, that mm-hmm. was the whole thing. And, and I think it was almost my detriment because I had my head tipped back and all the way. And then you launched kind of up oh. and forward. Yeah. That was the worst part because I was like, the only way for me to try to keep it down for even a second yeah. is yeah. to just tilt back and just... Yeah. Quote unquote, yeah. open my throat. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it, yeah, it, it ended up, it, it was it, the splatter, man. 
Again, if you watch the video, I showed you what the floor looked like. Well, that's why I asked you to show me the floor, because I was like, I know there's a mess in there, but I need to mentally see what that mess looks like in there. Yeah. And yeah, the the impact on the floor, the the spread of the impact, like it's on the cabinets and stuff like that. Luckily, the wet wipes are there, and you took up, you know, I'm sure you dealt with 90% of the mess, but that's just awful. I said, to you, I said to you yesterday, I'm like, man, these blender beds, we've, we've done, we did one in September and yeah. we did one, uh, you know, just now in May. So, you know, once or twice a year is, I think, the maximum that we introduce these things. Well, I keep, keep, I keep losing them. I, I don't want to keep doing them if I can't gotta, win one of them, for God's sakes. Got to keep it special. Got to keep it limited. Uh, one, one of the other questions that came in was, Matt, can you still taste it? Were you able to eat anything afterwards? So I did eat later on in the day, but I find this morning mm-hmm. that water tastes like the ange- or the sardines. Really? Because I was dousing myself with water afterwards. Uh-huh. So you and have like a mental connection now. For between- some reason, it <laughs> triggered it, and I took a sip this morning, and I was like, "It's Ugh. fish, it's fish water." Same thing. I had my little peanut butter rice cake thing that I do. Oh, oh peanut butter rice cake. I took a bite, and it yeah. tasted like fish. <laughs> it tasted like fish. I went well, home. I had a shower immediately. It was incredible. You actually text me how good your shower was. Because like my face, I could still feel it on yeah. my face, and I used hand soap to clean my beard after. He went full like Finkel and Einhorn shower, oh, like uh, Ace man. Ventura style. Just scrubbed it down. There were some great clippets that came from it. I'll play a few of those before we move along. You'll hear these tomorrow. Uh, this was one of them. It's still in me. That was one. Um, oh, this was another one that was really solid. Carl, it's everywhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, two, th- this was a good gooder. You're going to have to get down there and get to it. It's all over my shoes. And then maybe, maybe my favorite clip it to come from it was this one. I wish you would put oh, more paper towel eye. down. <laughs> it's in my eye. <laughs> Man. There was some good clip it in the video. Until, until next time. It's over at the Facebook page. Please, whatever it is, can we make yeah. sure Carl loses? I'm, I'm yeah. begging you. What can we set up for me? Please, this guy. He needs to take a loss. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Again, sign up. Final day tomorrow for the business bump. 97.7hitsfm.com. If you're a small business in need of any kind of help, support, we're going to spend $100 of your business and give it to a Hits Nation member. Do you have today's business in front of you there, Carl? I do have it in front of me. Okay. We're heading to Niagara Falls, and we're going to visit Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop. Ooh, Duncan's Duncan's Tartan? Tartan. Tartan? T-A-R-T-A-N. Tartan. Bake Shop. Nancy is the one who sent the email in. Find these guys, 4500 Montrose Road, Niagara Falls, DuncansTartanBakeShop.com. They are a British and Scottish bake shop. They specialize in meat pies, sausage rolls, and other UK favorites. Uh, Two best friends that started the business five and a half years ago to honor the original owner, Duncan, who passed away. Uh, They are open and operating there uh, in Niagara Falls. I'm looking at the Facebook page right now. I'm looking at the the fridge display. Are you looking at it too? Carl. (laughs) Yeah. You know, earlier we were talking about how sometimes things just align and you don't even mean to. Oh, and boy. I swear to you. What do you got? That we did not plan this in any way. Do you remember what we were talking about earlier this week? 
Uh, well, somebody mentioned haggis to us, didn't they? Somebody mentioned haggis, and we said, I don't even know where you could get haggis. These guys have haggis pie. Do they seriously? Oh, my God, they do. Do they seriously? They do. Yeah, haggis pies. Two for twelve ninety five. There it is, right on their website. <laughs> it's no incredible. Kidding. No kidding. But yeah, you're right. Chicken pot pie, chicken curry pie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Steak pies, br- steak and br- Britties. I don't even know what Britties are, but I try <laughs> you have to it. Go find out. Yeah. Potato scones. Scotch pies, cheese and onion pies. You can check out their Facebook Breakfast page. Sausage rolls, sausage Dun- egg and cheese. That yeah. looks good as hell. Just search out Duncan's Tartan oh. Bake Shop on Facebook. You can see their information there. It looks like they've got some uh, Mother's Day baskets. That are all done up as well. That's a great uh, that you gift can purchase. Look like they're only going for about twenty bucks as well. So we bake so fresh we- daily meat pies, sausage rolls, and other British specialties. Yeah. Oh, Open ten to five. Pie. Okay. Well, uh, let's let's do another round of advertising. Duncan's yeah. Tartan Bake Shop. That's the uh, business that we're trying to bump here. Check out their website. But text us your best tagline right now to do with that bake shop. We'll go. We'll give you like six minutes or so. That's fair. Yeah, and think about it. A hundred dollars worth of pies. Ooh. Let's go. The Soper and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. All right, keep those texts coming. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. Business bump of the day. Duncan's Tartans Bake Shop, uh, English Bake Shop in Niagara Falls. Again, another one of those businesses just been. Yeah. Hit real hard through this pandemic. They you know, lucky enough, it's a food spot, and they can stay open to take out and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But even still, right there's there's hesitancy. Well, it's another one of those. Uh, it's a spot you like to browse, right? Oh, okay, let's look at this pile. Okay, let's mm-hmm. see what this is like. You know, sit in, enjoy yourself. It's it's an experience spot, right? So it makes things a little bit harder. So Duncan's Tartans Bake Shop, they're in Niagara Falls. Try and support them this weekend uh, if you can. Stop by, order something, curbside pickup, whatever you got to do. But we're taking a bunch of texts, taking some taglines, and the best tagline is going to win $100 to spend there. That's a whole whack of pie, Carl. That's a lot of pies, man. That's a lot of pies. It'll stock the freezer. Let's go go back and forth here on on some of your favorites. What do you got to start? Let me start off here. I like this one. Uh, Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop. My three favorite things in one place. Chicken, pot, and pie. <laughs> Duncan Tartan, Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop. From across the pond, you'll find all sorts of treats for a blender bet. <laughs> Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop. You got the thighs. We got your pies. <laughs> our pies are so good. Ham Bobcat has entered our shop. <laughs> Ham Bobcat has entered the shop. <laughs> Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop. Sure to blow your kilt right off. <laughs> what about Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop? Yeah, let him eat there. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, Duncan's Tartan Meat Shop will put a sausage roll right in your meat pie. <laughs> we will help provide the wind beneath your kilts. Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> scones, scones, however you pronounce it, we have it. Put it in you. Duncan's Tartan's Bake Shop. Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop. Just when Soper thought he couldn't get enough innards. Come for the haggis, stay for the scones. <laughs> uh, Duncan's Tartan's Bake Shop. You'll love our meat. <laughs> Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop. The British aren't known for their gourmet food, but we'll have you thinking twice. I'm like a porpoise. I like that. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop. We'll put a sausage roll in your meat pie. 
nice. Good stuff today. Simple, effective. You love to see it. So, again, Niagara Falls. If you can do some uh, curbside pickup, if you can, uh, yeah, place an order sometime today, this weekend. Great spot to to. Um, Support and something new to try. Try something new. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. There is nothing to do right now, and the most exciting thing to do is eat. <laughs> it's eat and, and drink, right? And easy stuff to like to pick up, to take oh, home, yeah. to warm up. It's stuff that's going to travel well. So it's, yeah, you uh, can save it. Grab a couple to put in the yeah, fridge, things like that. So uh, Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop in Niagara Falls, business of the day, and the final one will be tomorrow. So if you are a business, a small business in the Golden Horseshoe, in need of some help, make sure you sign up at our website. Okay, ninety seven seven hitsfm dot com. Now, now, it's time. It's time. For Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Carl. You are, uh, did you win or lose yesterday? I think I won in overtime yesterday. I think you did as well. Or did I lose in overtime? You know what? Don't remember. I'm sorry I asked. Doesn't matter. You're going to be battling David and Binbrook today and playing on behalf of Lanka and Markham. Okay. Random. Lotto Max we're playing for? Lotto Max. 25 Schmill Hell on yeah. Friday. Hell yeah. A little bit of pocket change for you. Hell yeah. Uh, $25 million and David and Binbrook, I'm assuming you'd love to become a millionaire here today. Oh, David, you there, man? Yeah, I hear you. Oh, there we go. There David, is. David, you want to win a bunch of money here today? Oh, for sure. All right. Well, we got $100 if you can take down Carl. Uh, random number-based questions all about Guinness Book of World Records. Um, I'm going to give you a little limit that you have to get it in. in. You're going to give you. Th- I'm going to give you three. If you can have more than Carl at the end of this thing, you're going to win. And I'll give you the option too. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll go second. Go second. I think that's the right call. The right call. This uh, week. All right, Carl Brown. Let's Where are we starting? Swing for the fences here, and I'm going to ask you. What is the most amount of people to ride a roller coaster naked at the same time? To ride a roller coaster naked okay. at the same time, and you have to get this answer within 30. Within 30. My first hunch is 72. 72. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, why? Because the answer is 102. <laughs> Which means you're exactly right 30 on, on the, the nose. Are you thinking, kidding me? Well, I was thinking of a roller coaster, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, well, how many, it's two people to a car. Yeah. And how many rows of wow. cars, you know, would there be? And I was like, I bet there's like 35, 36 rows That's times incredible. two, 72. Let's go there. Had, it, had you went with the 35, you wouldn't have got it. So, wow. Oh, All no, right. No. Point to Carl and Lanka. That's good stuff. Oof. Um, okay, let's go with this, David. A Chinese yeah. beekeeper set the record for having the most bees on a person's body. How many pounds of bees did he have? And you have to get this within 30. Pounds. Wow. Pounds of um, bees. 105 pounds. Oh, I like, the, I much, like that guess. Much like before. You're so close because the answer is 73, but unfortunately, oh. just a tad over. So Needed to be within 30. Uh, that was, what, 30, 32 was the difference. 32 was the difference I like right that there. guess, too. 73 pounds on the body. Okay. Um, Carl, in Australia, a group of women broke the record 
for the largest swimsuit bikini photo shoot. <laughs> How many bikini-clad women were in that shoot? And you have to get it within 300 people. Within 300 people? My initial shot, uh, thought, I should say, was 2,500 women. And I am going to stick with that. 2,500. It's too high. 1,010. That's all I can get? That's the answer. 1,010. Come on. Round up a couple more. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Let's get you on the board here, all right? Let's get you on the board. David, how tall yeah. is the world's tallest piece of luggage? And for your clue, think about this. You have to get it within one foot. The world's tallest um, piece of luggage. 11 feet. Correct. Six feet tall. Ooh, I was going to say seven. Six feet tall is the world's tallest piece of luggage. Tough start. That means, uh, Carl, get this correct. Okay. David doesn't even have a shot. David, I'm you ready. need him to get this wrong to even have a shot to tie things, okay? Can you tell me, Carl Brown, what is the longest time spent covered by a snowbank? Covered by a snowbank up to your neck, just your head showing. In minutes. The In longest minutes. time spent covered by a snowbank. And you have to get this within 10 minutes. Uh, I'm going to go 150 minutes. Way high. 46 Way high? minutes. Oh. Oh, they're trying to set a record. Uh, 46 is the record. Do you think you could beat it? You're a warm guy. I'm pretty warm. I guess this is the intentional record. <laughs> uh, David, look, tough start, but... Door, door's still open. Yeah, you got a chance to take it to overtime, okay? And I'm going right. to give you a non-weird one and ask, in pounds, what's the largest onion ever grown? In pounds, largest onion ever grown... And you got to get this within 10 pounds. Within 10 pounds. Uh, 12 pounds. The answer is 17 pounds, which means you're alive, buddy. You're alive. Look at that. A buzzer beater. 17 pounds. 17 pounds is the largest onion ever grown. A buzzer beater. Okay, let's go to overtime. boy, David. Way to bring the drama. I like it. I appreciate that about you. No problem. Uh, Carl, you will answer first. Carl or um, and David, you will answer second. Number-based question, same answer, same question. Whoever's closest doesn't matter about going over. And I ask you: the fastest mm-hmm. four-legged run. So running like a monkey on your hands and knees, or oh, hands and feet. Okay. Okay. The fastest four-legged one hundred meter run was how long in seconds, Carl? And this is done by a human? Done by a human. 100 on, meter dash on, all, four. on okay. all fours. 13 seconds. 13 seconds. David? I'll go 14 seconds. You're going higher. You're going for the price is right and you're going higher. It's the actual retail price. The actual retail run is 16 seconds, ah. which means David! Awesome. Takes it to overtime and scores in the shootout for the big dub. We got $100 worth of vouchers coming your way. Well done, pal. I thought you were dead in the water there at one point. 
So did I. Yeah, I thought you were dead in the water, but a nice comeback, and we'll give you those vouchers to try and make you a millionaire. Congrats, buddy. Stay in the line. We'll get all your information, all right? Awesome. Thanks. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 905-688-9797. Uh, text the show to 977-977. Where do you want to start, Carl? Let's start with the uh, our queen of would you rather, Celine here. She dropped one in asking, what is one thing that you've got to buy that's brand name? You won't settle for a knockoff brand. Hmm. I mean, we've talked before about the coffee thing. I, I don't budge on the coffee. I don't know if that yeah, counts. But you're not going President's Choice I, on no, coffee. I, I, I spend decent money on coffee. I, I, I would say toilet paper is probably another one. I don't you're typically go for the no name because, well, I poop a lot, Carl. And yeah, I would like it to be decent down there. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, one thing I'll, I'll put in here. Uh, when it comes to like uh, merchandise, like sports team stuff or or like wrestling T-shirts, I want it from the source. I don't oh. want the I don't want the wish dot com AliExpress. I don't yeah I don't yeah AliExpress or whatever. I don't want it to somebody's trunk. I'm not a knockoffs guy. I don't want the logo to be the wrong shape. If I'm gonna spend the money, I'm gonna spend the money. I'm gonna get the proper one that I want, and I'm not gonna settle for less. So that's one that I'll hold on to. Uh, is there any songs on the station uh, that are played that you guys can't stand? Of course there is. Oh yeah, of course. Of course yeah. there is. Yeah. I mean, our tastes are are pretty are pretty different, pretty eclectic. This is the the best I've worked at in terms of like music selection, and probably yeah. the most in line with my taste. But there's certain stuff, and it's not even that I can't stand it. There's certain stuff. Sometimes the timing of it bugs me. Like we were super busy in our show yesterday, and uh, closing time by Semisonic played at like I don't know eight forty or something. Yeah, and I'm like, and okay, well, Coral off air is like, what closing? What? <laughs> You that's can't just play that in the middle of look, a show. It can be part of the playlist, but here's the deal. It's time restricted <laughs> to 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Those are the hours that it can play between. Mm. That would be my thing. So there's certain stuff like that. Like we have the no Kansas guarantee during our show because I just don't want to hear carry on my wayward son during the morning show. <laughs> Let somebody else do it. Uh, what is one fact that you thought to be true for the longest time until you found out it wasn't? Mm. I have I have two that jump to my mind. Yeah. For the longest time as a kid, I thought the dishwasher actually filled up with water. Oh, right to the top? Yeah. And that like. you couldn't <laughs> open it mid like, like cycle, mid, mid cycle or water would just go everywhere. Oh, no. So like if I ever did, I would yeah. open it slowly because for some reason my brain, when I opened the door, the water would just quickly drain out. <laughs> so I would open it, let it hold for a second, then I would that's pretty good. Yeah, that was one of them. Another one was my parents told me that, you know, the um, the strips on the side of a highway, the bumper strips? Yeah. Uh, I was told that, I think, I can't remember who told me actually, that it was so that blind people could drive and would know where the road is. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. That's <laughs> it, really good. I just good. believed it for a while. Not just to keep you awake in yeah. case you start drifting. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, fact he thought to be true for the longest time that he found out it wasn't. Uh, I think probably that like adults have it together. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, being an adult you, must be so great. No problems. Yeah, yeah, it looks like you got everything together. You got this house <laughs> that you live in. You get to pick what you pick what you eat for dinner every night. I was explaining to my kids just yeah. this week uh, all the bills that we pay. Sure, they were shook. Oh yeah, they were shook. They're like, yeah. you have to pay for that. Wait, you yep. have to pay for that? That's great. Because like, we're redoing our house insurance and stuff. Yeah. And like, but Emma's like, what do you mean house insurance? Like, well, you have to, you have yeah. to pay for that too? Mm-hmm. I was like, honey, oh, yeah. honey, 
you ain't got no idea what's coming for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gets you, so much worse. You thought you had questions about why we have to cut the lawn, kid. <laughs> yeah. Kid, just you wait. Oh. Uh, last one here. Somebody said, why do you guys have the slower version of the Bob's Gromart commercial, yet Adam and Joey get the extended heavy metal remix of it? What? You're the morning show. Where's your pull? I agree. I completely agree. Hold on. We have was the this, slower was version? Ne- was this negotiated or something? What is this? I don't know. People need to I, wake up in the morning. I heard the loud bobs on yesterday, but maybe we're getting more rotation of the the bobs, bob, the no, bob. There's bob. a new one that's just that? that's just is like instrumental. New? Oh yeah? Yeah. Maybe I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, no, I know. Well, Bob's Girl Mart, however it may be, we would love the metal version during our show, but I mean you gotta give love. something the afternoon guys, right? Jeff Leppard, 977 Hits FM. It's the Soper and Brown Show. Somebody asked the question. They said, what is one fact that you believed to be true for so long mm-hmm. before realizing it, in fact, is a lie? And I had mentioned that as a kid, and probably late, longer than I needed to believe, I believed that the dishwasher actually filled to the top with all water. All the way to the top. When it was running. And so you couldn't open it mid-cycle. If you opened it too fast, all the water would spill out. <laughs> The whole thing. So if I did, I I would open it so that it would stop the cycle, and I really believe the water just drained out very quickly. <laughs> Which, in hindsight now, yeah, it's just the most insane thought, because nothing is like chained to the rack. No. Everything would be floating. It would be, it would be yeah. chaos. Pure chaos. Nothing would land where you where no, you put it. No, you would open it when it was clean and be like... Damn tornado just hit in there. <laughs> but multiple people in the text box are now saying, hold up. Hold on. That ain't how it works. That's not how well, it works, One guy kids. said, I'm 27, and I seriously believed that until just now. <laughs> uh, there's a few others that came in here, too. One person said, uh, my mom told me if I didn't wash my hands after I pee, my skin would turn yellow. That worked. Hey, I love a good lie to help kids yeah. with their hygiene. I love my, a good lie. My dad would constantly check to see if my hands were wet after I had just taken a pee to the point that I wash my hands obsessively now. So joke's on Ooh. me. <sighs> Ouch. There's a fine line. Yeah, there's a line. Right? There's a <laughs> fine line. There's a line. Because, yeah, I get it. Sometimes you've got to try to coax yeah. the kids in certain ways. Versus hearing, show me your hands. Yeah. Every time you try and go and have a pee. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, just parents, just be careful with that one, all right? <laughs> and and maybe tell them early that the dishwasher thing doesn't work that way. Yeah. It'll, it'll or help maybe not. You don't want them opening and closing that thing all the time. Oh. That one could hold some value for a little while. Yeah, fair enough. What, what's the 12 then? 13? Break it to them at 10. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. Don't forget, tomorrow we're going to do a bunch of Mother's Day shout-outs. Carl mm-hmm. O'Grams. If you want to get your mom something a little unique, a little different for Mother's Day, get a sexy-voiced Carl to read a personalized message. We'll even send along a little MP3 of it if it uh, if it suits your fancy. Hey, if you there's want a, it, yes. There's a link to it on the Facebook page. Carl's Mother's Day messages. Just click there. Takes you right to the submission mm. form. Leave your email, your name, a little bit of info about your mom, your significant other, mm. whoever you want a message for tomorrow. And I'm doing this for free. You Have are? A look. Oh, yeah. I'm having, oh, I mean, free-ish. Yeah. They don't have to. The listeners don't have to pay yeah, me. Yeah, fair. Uh, I'm having a look. 
at Cameo.com under the Mom's Favorites. Cameo, of course, we've used it before on the show. You can pay celebrities uh, to leave a video or voice message for a, a loved one or a buddy for a birthday, for whatever it is. I've got uh, under the category of Mom's Favorites. I've got a few in front of me. Mom's Favorites. Mom's Favorites for Mother's Day. You got that music there in the background still? Oh, oh it's playing, yeah. Turn it up a little bit for me oh. so I can hear it. How about Kenny G? What do you think Kenny G is asking for a Mother's Day message? Kenny G. He'll cost you $149. Kenny G is going for $333. Oh my God, are you serious? How about a smooth Mother's Day message from Dan Marino? Dan, but laces out, Dan. Dolphins legend, Dan Marino. He shouldn't be, but he's $299. He's five. Hundred dollars. Are you five hundred from Dan Marino? Five hundred bucks. Unbelievable. Mike Love, lead singer of the Beach Boys. This is going to be outrageous, and it's going to be seven ninety nine. Two fifty. Oh, what a bargain! How about Alton Brown, chef and Food Network star Alton Brown? Right, he's the um, the bald guy, glasses, gray beard. Yeah, what's the show? American Dish... Uh... Uh, yeah, Top Chef or something like that. He's on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's true. He will... He'll run you three ninety nine. No, he's in the two fifty range as well. Two fifty. dollars wow. Yep. Uh, let me scroll down here. We're going to get a little cheaper. How about John Lovitz of SNL fame? Oh, God. You can get him for $99. $150. Oh! Now, this one might be worth the money. Chris Noth. Also known as Big from Sex in the City. Ooh. They called him Big for a reason. He was a dink, though, towards the end, wasn't he? I think that was how it went. Yeah. I couldn't guarantee that. I mean, I've never that. seen the show. No, absolutely not. Uh, oh. Buck 99. 199. 500 oh. Mr. Big ones for Chris Noth. That's outrageous. 500 for the Sex in the City star to leave a message for your mother. Or you can have me. <laughs> Do it for free. 977hitsfm.com. And there now. Submit your mothers. He's big. Are, are your mother's mothers. <laughs> <laughs> they call him Mr. Big, but that's because of his hands and his feet. Yeah, feet, his nose. Wide, wide, wide. Head, actually. Everything but, well. Hmm. Silver and brown. All right, before we get out of here, Brown, what the heck did we learn on the show today, pal? Uh, we learned about some great or maybe not so great baseball injuries uh, based off of a pitcher for the Oakland A's who uh, broke his pinky finger while playing video games. You think he rage, you yeah, know, rage, died? He rage, or, he rage quit. Yeah, rage quit. He rage quit, absolutely. You don't break your pinky. Like, think of where your pinky is when yeah. you're holding a controller soaper. You no, know, it's think true. You break it. Some of the other, do you think it's kind of under, right? So you think he went to slam yeah. it on the table and boom. I think he put the controller down and I think he laid a hammer fist on the controller and broke his pinky. Uh, okay, fair enough. Some of the other injuries, it was like uh, sneezing and breaking ribs. Mm-hmm. One guy cut his hand while buttering a, a dinner roll. 
Yeah. What was the <laughs> one? Pretty good ones. What was the number one you chose? Uh, the one I picked was uh, it was a gentleman who was trying to celebrate a home run. He was trying to. He had like the shaving cream uh, pie, like yeah. pie thing that you have in the towel, and he ran out and he slipped and he tore his ACL or something like that. And he missed and, the whole uh, season. Missed the entire season <laughs> trying to celebrate a home run. Uh, we learned about some low key animals who might be successful in a potential animal rumble. I still uh, believe the house cat or a feral cat yeah. could take a surprising amount of wins in a tournament. It also helped us learn what a Martin is, apparently. Terrifying looking. Yeah, let's look that way. We had a great machine today, which is now up on hitsfm.com, so you Blobber. can go and check that out. Blobber's uh, back. We learned that uh, Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop was our business of the day. They got haggis pies. They got haggis pies, sausage rolls, meat pies, tons of great stuff. Uh, They're in Niagara Falls, 4500 Montrose Road, Duncan's Tartan Bake Shop.com. We learned it's uh, Joey Brick's birthday. It is. A happy 27th to Joseph Bricks. Although, Uh, I'm a little terrified. He's in a band. He's 27. (laughs) I don't know, man. I think Joey's pretty safe. So I'll see you later. Last two days uh, from Motel Camry. So stay tuned today to win another 100 bucks from the boys at 3 o'clock when they give you that code word. And stay tuned. Yeah, on Friday for the grand prize. So stay tuned for that as well. Everybody text Joey at 3 o'clock. Happy 69th birthday, brother. Yeah. At 3 o'clock. Just mass text them, all right? Uh, With that, enjoy your Thirsty Thursday tomorrow. Mother's Day messages. Get those in at our website, 977hitsfm.com. Final business bump. If you need some help, make sure you sign up for the website, clip it, and all that good stuff. We'll see you then, all right? Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.